0: This is the new way we work from Fast Company Magazine, where we take listeners on a journey through the changing landscape of our work lives and explain exactly what we need to build the future we want. I'm Fast Company Deputy Editor, Kate Davis. On the last episode, I talked to Amanda Augustine about how to prepare for a recession and possible layoffs. She had great advice on how to make yourself indispensable to your employer, how to stay top of mind if you're working remotely, and how to think about transferable skills if you do need to move industries. If you haven't heard that episode yet, go back and take a listen. She has a lot of really useful advice, both for keeping your job in an uncertain market and how to find a new one if you do get laid off. If you ever do find yourself laid off or have a period of unemployment due to family care, illness, or for any other reason, you're likely to end up with a gap on your resume. While it can feel awkward to have a gap of a few months or more, it's very common and it doesn't have to be a red flag for future employers if you address it tactfully. The most important thing is to be honest and frame the gap as positively as possible. First, Don't try to hide the gap in your employment by misrepresenting your work dates on your resume. Employment dates are easy to fact check, and trying to cover it up can make you come off as untrustworthy. Think about it this way. If you're hoping to get hired, it's the beginning of a long-term relationship, and lying isn't a good way to start. While it can feel embarrassing to talk about being laid off, it's a fairly commonplace reason for leaving your job, especially in an economic downturn, and most often, it's beyond your control. So most hiring managers will be understanding. Since layoffs generally aren't due to performance, whether you've been laid off after three months or 30 years, the same rules apply. It's important to stick to the facts. Keep it simple and move on quickly. Whatever you do, don't badmouth your past company or boss. Say something simple and true, like, there was a restructure within the organization and unfortunately my role was impacted. Then redirect the conversation to all the positive things you achieved while you were there, what you learned from your past, and how you can apply that successfully to your future. If the gap on your resume is because you were fired for cause, it becomes a little trickier, but tactful honesty is still your best approach. First, make sure you're clear on what you can and can't say per your agreement with your former employer. Then be honest, because again, a hiring manager can likely find out the reason you were let go if you try to cover it up. You don't need to go into details, something as simple as I was let go, I didn't have the right skill set to succeed in that kind of role, and so now I'm considering opportunities that would play better to my strengths, such as X, Y, Z. Whatever the issue, you must be able to explain the problem, highlight what you've learned, and how you'll do differently in your next role. The gap on your resume is due to a personal reason rather than a professional one, something like illness, child or elder care, or any other reason, The same general rules apply. Be honest and highlight what skills you picked up in your time out of the traditional workforce or how you've kept your professional skills up to date in the meantime. Then refocus the conversation on the role that you're hoping to land. Whatever the reason for the gap on your resume, after addressing it, make sure to highlight what you've been doing in the interim, whether it's continuing your education, volunteer work, unpaid work, freelance work, internships, Each is an opportunity to talk about how you're making an effort to progress in your career. Also make sure to put these types of career building experiences in the professional experience section of your resume. After all, the first step in addressing gaps in traditional employment on your resume is to fill them in with other relevant experience. For more advice on resume and job hunting, check out the show notes for this episode where we've linked to several articles that include advice from this episode and more. And that's all for this episode. If you're a new listener, be sure to subscribe to the new way we work wherever you listen. And if you liked this episode, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And we want to hear from you. What do you think you should leave off or include on your resume? Email us at podcasts at fastcompany.com or tweet us with the hashtag the new work. And don't forget to listen to our special four-part series, Ambition Diaries, in this feed. You can also head to fastcompany.com slash ambition hyphen diaries for photos, interviews, and audio clips from all seven mothers and daughters in the series. The New Way We Work is produced by Joshua Christensen with editing by Nicholas Torres.